This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome all of you that are watching the Warning Television program, our social media programs, listening to Warning Radio, shortwave Welcome. I'm going to speak today. Now, I'm actually in the, our chapel here at World Ministries International. It's a live audience. And uh, the message is how to keep your deliverance. How to keep your deliverance. You could have other titles to it. How to demon-proof your life. But the message is how to keep your deliverance, if you want to give it a title. Now, you must understand demons are fallen angels. They come to bring, one, confusion, disease, mental illness, death. But you have to open doors. Christians are constantly under satanic attack. Much of these attacks can be avoided. Sure, Satan will always attack and look for ways to hurt us. But like any battle a country or person finds themselves in, we can minimize the pain, suffering, and casualties if we have a strong defense by closing opportunities for the enemy to take advantage of us. We must be able to have all our weapons at our disposal and our defenses in place to ward off the attacks and put the enemy to flight. Again, the message, how to keep your deliverance. How to keep your salvation. How to demon-proof your life. The text, Ephesians 6, 13 through 18. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Now, listen carefully. We must do all of these things, not one thing. Take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in every day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having gird your waist with truth. Truth is critical. To know the truth that sets you free. Do we want to know truth, or do we... Don't mind living a lie, living in a lie, living in fantasy, ignoring reality, sticking our head in the sand while our tail feathers are blown off. Some Christians, hey, don't say anything. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't care about the dangers around me. Don't speak it. 
you become a casualty. Having done all to stand, stand therefore, girded your waist with truth. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is the will of God. Selfishness is the will of man. When you are selfish, you serve yourself. Your pride is in control. You're opening door for demonic activity. Having shot your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We're supposed to be men known by our love, by our peace. If you get somebody who acts like a maniac on the road, do you respond in kind, shake your fist, drive after him? I mean, that's foolish. They might pull out a gun and shoot you because of your pride trying to chase somebody that got you angry. Are we there? I bet you people are watching and they're guilty of this. Maybe some in this very room. Taking the shield of faith, which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. The shield of faith. Faith is not going by emotions. It's doing what God says. I had to forgive somebody and I didn't feel like it. My emotions didn't want to, but I chose to go and do it. Faith is not going by emotions. Emotions will always go against faith. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, the Word of God. Jesus defeated Satan in the wilderness by the Word of God. That's why he didn't succumb to all of the temptations and jump off the cliff so that the angels could spare him. No, he would have died because he was made in the image of man. That's why man could kill him. The word of God, praying always with all prayer and manifestation and supplication in the spirit. Not in the flesh, not in our carnality, not by our selfish desires. In the spirit, according to the will of God. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Again, Ephesians 6, 13 through 18. To effectively walk out of darkness, we need to become wholly submitted to God. Resisting the devil. Submitted to God. We must be covered in the only protection that the enemy cannot penetrate. That's the full armor of God. In other words, we don't live in our carnality. We don't live on our selfish desires, our emotions. If you do, you're not wholly submitted to God and you're going to be subject to demonic activity. Satan does not give in quickly. And unfortunately, we see the casualties of his efforts every day. People who at one time were on fire for God are now out drifting aimlessly. Satan is desperate. Let us stay aware of what he is trying to do. We must be passionate about staying out of bondage and seeing others live free as well. We must be passionate to keep ourselves free to work out our salvation, to put on the whole armor. If you're in a battle in war, if you don't, you'll be killed. Or you'll be a casualty. You might have to amputate parts of your body. One, put off the old man. Ephesians 4, 21 through 32. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off 
concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Put off your old man. If you've had demons cast out of you, don't continue to go back to the old man. Transform your mind with the word of God. Close the doors. Don't go in a rut. And all of a sudden, you rely on the past mentality, which are going to open the doors and demonic activity is going to attack you again. Only worse. Yes, I do believe spirits can enter somebody. If spirits could not enter somebody, then you can't have disease because it goes into the body, not the spirit. Now, we could give you countless examples of Christians overseas being saved on Sunday and being delivered from demons on Saturday because when they're babies in those countries, they're taken to the temples, offered to the gods, and if they're offered to the monkey god, they start prancing around like a monkey as we cast demons out of Christians. And I've cast demons out of just about every church I've gone to out of people in the church, including the worship pastor. And what are you going to say? They never were Christian? Nonsense. It's your bad theology and denomination that you sit under. Therefore, putting away lying. You know, some people find it easy to lie. Then tell the truth. Let each of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Again, I wish I could expound on this, but I want to cover my other two points. Be angry and do not sin. Again, you get back to road rage. Some people are foolish enough to shake their fists back and then follow the person. What do you want to do? Get your head blown off or your wife? That's carnality. That's what a kid does. For we are members of one another. Be angry and sin not. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. You know, my wife, I'll tell you, if, if, no matter what, in the daytime, we do not go to bed angry. I grab her. I kiss her. I say, I'm sorry. She says she's sorry, or I encourage her to say it. But we will not go down uh, with, you know, the uh, sun going down on our wrath. No, no, no. And don't ever let it happen to anybody. That's the way to break relationships, to break marriages, to break schisms in churches. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Deal with that. It's just carnality and the devil trying to use our carnality, our pride, to cause trouble. Don't do it. Relationship is too important, as well as your freedom, your deliverance, your salvation. Be angry and sin not, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no more. But rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification. In other words, no gossip, slander, backbiting. It's very prevalent in most churches. That's why they don't grow. That's why they have church splits. Carnal, carnal people with a big mouth. Oh, did I say that too bluntly? It's only your carnality, your pride, if I hurt you a little bit. Okay, 
Prideful people with a big mouth. Is that better? Okay. We've got to watch our mouth. Only the Holy Spirit can control our tongue. If not, your tongue will get the better of you and you'll cause trouble. You'll cause animosity. You'll break relationships. The Holy Spirit has to control our tongue, not your flesh. This is how you stay out of demonic activity from re-entering you if you've had deliverance. Watch your mouth. Watch what you say. Watch what you watch. Keep your heart pure. If you don't forgive, God won't forgive you. See, these are powerful verses. If God doesn't forgive us, we are subject to demonic activity attacking us. Because that hedge of protection is no longer there. We broke it by violating the word of God. Let him who stole steal no more. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. At Costco, I'm going to say this quickly, i got to move on. But I, we're, you know, long lines for gas. I looked in a window, I couldn't see anybody there, so I went around this car. I don't know where the guy came from, I don't know if he was banging down in the back of the car doing tying a shoe, what he was doing, but he wasn't in the car at the moment. He got mad. Oh, my goodness, you cut the line. Now, I could, have got, got, I could have just jumped out and said, hey, you weren't there. Get off my back. Well, that would have escalated a fight. So a soft answer turns right wrath. They said, I'm sorry, sir. I said, I looked in your car. You weren't there. But, hey, you go ahead of me. Then he said, oh, I'm sorry. It was my fault. I didn't return evil for evil. I didn't shake my fist and say, hey, you weren't there. Don't chase a fool unless you want that fool to pull out a gun. I tell my wife, if people are honking, just let them honk. If they want to talk in tongues to me <laughs> with their hands, just ignore them and keep driving. Amen? Do not grieve the Holy Spirit with your mouth for what is good for necessary edification. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed of the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, speaking evil be put away from you with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you, Ephesians 4, 21 through 32. Are you with me? Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. That's the best way to stay out of demonic activity. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. This is something we have to work at, meaning we have to apply the word of God to our life and not let our flesh lead us. It's crucial that you understand the consequences of continuing, continuing to wear old garments. When you hold onto your old lifestyle after being set free by the blood of Jesus, you're allowing Satan to take advantage of you. The fact that you have been invited Jesus into your life does not mean that you're going to stay free of the devil unless you have closed all doors to the devil. And when you break it with your mouth or angry or gossip, bitterness, you're opening the doors 
And the blood of Jesus is not covering you right now if the death angel came. All he needs is one small opening and his hunger for control begins a search for other areas of access to your life as well. When he gains power, you end up in the same position you were before you were saved or before demons were cast out of you. Only worse. Are we together? I hope so. Some people have had demons cast out of them. Man, if you want to get worse, just be a fool. What does that mean? Bible definition of a fool is you don't respect the word of God, what I'm teaching. You don't accept it. You don't respect it. You have your own rules. You're a fool, God says. We have to understand these things if we want to stay free, if we want to stay delivered. When you hold on to the old man, refuse to walk into the new man, you cannot reach the potential God has called you into. You will never reach your destiny. It is impossible to be a benefit to the kingdom of God because you are wrapped up in personal struggles. You're always praying and asking God to take the devil off your back when you put him on your back. You open the doors. The truth is, Christ has already made the provision for your freedom. He has made a way for you to be useful in establishing his kingdom, but it will take you putting your flesh under subjection to the Spirit of God. If you are playing games with God or holding on to areas of the flesh, you are the one who are giving access to the enemy. Reality is not that complicated. When you provide a place for the devil, he takes control, and there is no good in him. James 4, 7, resist the devil, and he will flee. Submit yourselves then to God. Number two, do not neglect relationship. One of the ways we give place to the devil is merely neglecting our relationship with Jesus Christ. If you do not read your Bible or spend time in God's presence, you leave yourself open to attacks. You say, I know God. If you don't know the word of God, how do you know God? Because he doesn't speak to you other than through the word. And the Holy Spirit brings that to your remembrance. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. In the beginning was a word. The word was with God and the word was God. If you don't read the word of God, how do you know God? You don't. Other than your opinion, your philosophy brought about by talking to whatever foolish friends that you deal with. Because if they were good friends, you would be in the Bible with the word because they would challenge you. Hey, how's your relationship going with God? How much time did you spend with God today? Not just talking about football, baseball, and apple pie. God doesn't care about your football, baseball, or your apple pie. Your husband might care about your apple pie. But God doesn't care about your apple pie. And he doesn't care how many home runs you hit. He cares about how many souls you led to Christ. Can you cast out demons? He cares about that. Are you a warrior? Can you put on the armor? Do you know how to fight for him? Do you know how to extend the kingdom of God? Or you just smile at the enemy? Satan takes advantage of you. Often great people who love the Lord find themselves overtaken with trials and struggles because they are trying to do the right thing. They stay away from apparent sins and lust of the flesh, but neglect coming into a relationship with Christ himself. The Jews realize they can't work out their salvation. And those that think so, they're going to realize it. It is not about the works you do for Christ. It's about the percentage of your life that you submit to him. He wants all of your life. And point number three, be open to correction. 
Proverbs 13, 1, a wise son hears his father's instructions, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. You can tell if you're trying to correct somebody or teach somebody, and they're checked out because of their pride. They're just checked out. Their pride's in control. Closes off their mind. You can be talking to a brick wall. That person is subject to demonic activity and attacks. If he's been delivered, they're coming back. Our God loves us more than we can imagine. It is that love that risks everything to tell us the truth. If it involves correction, no one wants to hear about discipline or correction. Nobody does. People leave churches. Oh, the pastor talked to me. Well, good. Unless he's a hireling, he's supposed to talk to you. He's supposed to prepare your soul for heaven. Not just slap you on the back. God bless you, even though you're a gossiper. He might take you aside and talk to you nicely. Hey, you can't say these things. This is called gossip. Is that all good? Amen? Amen. But you will never grow unless you are willing to be refined by the fire. As parents, we love and comfort our children. Still, there are times when we must straighten our out bad behavior. Every parent has had to correct their children. I had to give little MJ a little pop on the butt today. Why? Because of the bookshelf I don't want him to touch. He loves Terry's books, but he can't touch mine. He's got to learn, no, what books are good? His books. What books are my books? Are we together? Spare the rod, spoil the child. He's learning. <laughs> a man, a parent who loves the child will correct it or that child will destroy himself when they grow up. They will destroy themselves. They'll be ruled by their lust and their pride. They'll be destroyed. We must correct our children. We must straighten out bad behavior. If we walk according to the flesh, holding on to habits, addictions, and mindsets that keep us bound, we need to correct those ways, including bad mindsets. We said fallen angels, demons, bring confusion, mental illness, disease, and death. This way we can be more effective for Jesus, I believe it breaks God's heart to see the enemy take advantage of you or wreak havoc in your life, in your ministry, in your family, in your marriage, in the church. Do not shut yourself out from the comfort and love God wants to provide through correction. Proverbs 19.20 Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your leaders and submit to them. For they are keeping watch over your souls. Your soul, will, mind, and emotions. As those who will have to give an account. We give an account to how we raise our children. We give an account how we pastor a church. Let them do this with joy, not with groaning. For that would be of no advantage to you. You love it when you can turn a person, a staff member, into a man or woman of God. You don't like it when they're just so stubborn you have to finally fire them. And in anything, there does come a point of no return. 
Deuteronomy 27.16, cursed is anyone who dishonors their father or mother. Could be who dishonors their pastor if he's a righteous man or woman, uh, their employer, their teacher. Then all the people shall say, Amen. Exodus 20.12, honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. We talk today about how to keep your deliverance. Put on the whole armor of God. Point number one was put off the old man. Point number two was do not neglect relationship. Point number three was be open to correction. We have to do this. It's especially important if we have gone through ministries for deliverance. Have we had demons cast out of us? If you don't take this seriously, they're going to come back in only worse. Again, how to keep your deliverance, how to demon-proof your life, how to keep your salvation. All of this is critical. So you can be blessed, you can be encouraged, you can spread revival, you can spread another great awakening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.